some days are better than others. And it's common not to be inspired all the time, especially at work, even for those who love the work they do. If you feel like your inspiration tank is running low, and you're running on fumes at work, I'm really glad that you're listening today. Let's change that. You're actually much closer than you think to sources of inspiration. Stay tuned. Welcome to CEO on the go the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome back to CEO on the go. I hope you're doing really well. I was inspired to create this episode today because I hear so many people talking about how uninspired they are. So I thought I should just record a few thoughts on that. Um, But first, just a a quick recap of the previous episodes. The past couple of episodes have been really great. One was with Rusty Gaylord talking about finding your new growth path. He was the former Apple executive who shared his journey, the inspiration that he had for making his own career change. And then my previous episode was on winning your own race. And I talked about cycling and getting unchained from what you need to. So the common element and, and all of that is that you've got to be inspired you know, to keep moving toward what you really want on your growth path and winning your own race, which is really just a journey. So anyway, inspiration is the theme for today. And like I said, many people I encounter say they're not inspired by their work. It could be that they've been doing it a long time and it feels stale, or maybe they're frustrated with their boss or, you know, now it's just too challenging. Change is just every day. It seems like many people stick to what they know and they're good at, but deep down, they're really not inspired. So here's the deal. I I don't think you should rely on your work to inspire you. I believe you've got to be inspired first. I did another episode called Don't Blame the Work, Rethink It. Um, And in that episode, I challenged the idea that work itself was the cause of people's lack of well-being. A lot of people do like to blame the work. So similarly, I'm suggesting that the work isn't necessarily your source of inspiration, although it can be. If you're lucky, it can be. Uh, And maybe you're lucky enough to have some aspects of your work that are inspiring. But you have to be inspired. When you're inspired, the world looks different. Good things come from that. You breathe new life into your work or you move toward work that really lights you up. So this begs the question, what inspires you? Or how do you become inspired when you're not? It's not just something that you can go out and find or wave a magic wand or kind of force yourself to figure out. You can't you know, schedule time on Wednesday at one o'clock and just knock it off your to-do list. Instead, it comes to you when you least expect it, when you're not looking for it. And what I've learned is that when I create an expectation that I will be inspired, even when I don't know how or when or where, I tend to experience that more often. I'm in a different kind of state of being. And when you're personally inspired, it just helps you make the most of your work and live a better life. A person who promotes this idea really well is Rick Rubin. I've enjoyed reading his book called The Creative Act, A Way of Being. It especially appeals to people who consider themselves to be creative types, but of course, everyone is creative. He has a chapter on inspiration that really spoke to me. And in it, he said, inspiration is the rocket fuel that powers our work. 
So again, he's arguing, you know, inspiration has to come first. So I'd like to offer some some general thoughts to help you consider how you might be more inspired and use that inspiration to fuel your work. And so this is not a how-to episode with three steps to become inspired. It's not quite that analytical a process. Instead, I hope you'll think about where you are now in terms of your own inspiration level. You know, how is it today? And then how are you doing in general? Like I said, we all have bad days. And if you're having one today, then again, it's just meant to be that you're listening to this. It's my hope that you'll become more inspired or at least entertain the idea that you can be more inspired to really make the most of your life and experience more fulfillment in your work. As Rick explains in the book, the word inspiration means to breathe in. And when you breathe in, you have to create the space for that. So if you're full, you can't breathe in anything new. And if you're like me, you may go through some days where you literally feel like like you're holding your breath or you're not breathing normally, or you've got shallow breathing. So something practical you can do is just to pay more attention to your breathing throughout the day. Slow your breathing down. Take a deep breath now. Breathe in. Let your shoulders relax. When you're relaxed, you're more likely to be receptive to the inspiration that's around you. You'll experience it more when you're not trying so hard. And you can free up more space for new ideas and energy and inspiration to come in. So I just have a few ideas to think about. One is your morning routine. Consider how you get up in the morning, what you do when you first wake up. Is it grabbing your phone? Is it checking social media, watching the news? As I've mentioned before in previous podcasts, I really like Hal Elrod's book called The Miracle Morning that gives you specific ideas on how to start your day in the best way. And that is a very inspiring book, by the way. So give yourself more space early in the day to catch your breath before you get started. Be deliberate about what you're allowing in. Fuel yourself to start your day. Remember, you can fuel your own tank, maybe thoughts or ideas that energize you, anything that makes you feel good. And on days when you just feel tired, allow yourself to rest if you can. It creates space and gives you opportunity to reset and see through new eyes when you wake up. So again, be be aware of what you're filling your tank with. Create more space. Some other ideas. Vary your inputs. And I talk about that a lot. You know, variety is the spice of life. So if you're continuing to, to have the same kind of routine hanging out with the same people, talking about the same things, going to the same places, you might be missing other sources of inspiration. So think about how you can add more variety in terms of what you're taking in, what you're having exposure to. You might be missing other sources that are right there in front of you. Uh, another idea is to, to see the small signs. You know, we often think of inspiration as hitting us like, you know, a bolt of lightning or a sunbeam, you know, that's coming through the clouds, but inspiration appears in the most subtle ways. Just, you know, as a recent example in my own life, this week, we've had to bring in a mobile vet to care for my sweet golden retriever. It's It's been really hard to witness the struggle of an elderly dog. I'm sure many of you um, can relate, but seeing the vet come in in such a calm, capable, and compassionate way was so nice to experience. It made me want to show up in a similar way in my own work because I'm often dealing with people who are very stressed. So it was just a little dose of inspiration to notice, you know, those qualities in her. I love seeing inspiration in other people and of course in animals and nature too. 
So try approaching your day knowing you're going to see these small signs of inspiration and they'll just appear to you. You know, it'll be that hummingbird that comes out of nowhere or that smile from a stranger. Um, there's there's a guy at a grocery store that bags groceries for me. And, and this is not the same guy that bagged the groceries at another grocery store, the one that I mentioned in a previous podcast when I did push-ups with him after he bagged my groceries. I don't even remember which episode that was, but this is a different one. And this guy is so fast, you know, as I'm checking out, he gets halfway to my car before I can even finish paying. So he's super speedy and very service oriented. And so he inspires me to step up my own game. So what are the small signs of inspiration that you're seeing or possibly missing? Another idea to think about is to squelch the voices that don't serve you. Sometimes it's hard to find inspiration. We've got so much noise, so many voices going on in your head. And you know what I mean. I talk about it all the time on other episodes. So I'm not going to even give a lot of examples on what the, the voices in your head are that can pull you down. But to just be aware of them and switch your focus to thoughts that are more energizing, more powerful, you know, saying, you know, this is this is exactly where I need to be. I'm moving towards something better. I'm learning. I'm growing. Uh, paying attention to your thoughts uh, is another way of allowing yourself to become more receptive to that inspiration that's all around you. Another idea I tend to preach is to allow yourself to follow your natural interests. I had a conversation just yesterday with a client. She said, you know, Gail, I've decided to do something just for me. I'm taking a class in something that I've been interested in. It has nothing to do with her job. It's no requirement. She's in a very senior level executive role, but has an interest in psychology or counseling, something of that nature. She said it's something she's been thinking about for a long time. I think it could actually uh, help her in some respects uh, indirectly with her with her work. But she says, um, you know, I've just thought about it and I'm going to do it. So what have you been thinking about for a while that you haven't acted on? It could be wanting to learn to play a musical instrument or a new musical instrument or learning a new language or just having a different kind of experience, something that that would be unusual out of the norm for you. That's a possible source of inspiration you might be ignoring. Something is calling you. Follow it. And finally, when you do get a spark of inspiration, ride that wave. Try not to cut it off. You know, we tend to compartmentalize how we work. You know, we have meetings that run 30 minutes an hour. Time blocking is so popular and it works for many people who are trying to increase their productivity. Uh, But many people need a lot of white space on their calendar, kind of unassigned time. You just never know when a good idea might strike. So stay in the flow as long as you can. Don't let guilt get in the way. You know, listen to that music that you love just a little longer. Stay outside in nature just a little longer. Stay in a conversation you're enjoying just a little longer. That's where inspiration is cultivated. So again, when you're inspired, it just makes everything better. Don't settle for not being inspired. Don't think, oh, well, that's just something that other people uh, are able to do. I get to interview a lot of people who are clearly inspired by their work, and they happen to be inspiring too, just as human beings. I'm so inspired by them. I'm inspired by my clients, my friends, and other people I have the opportunity to work with. And by the way, if you're a listener who's been on my podcast, you know I'm speaking to you. I've been inspired by you, and I'm grateful for that. I'm actually inspired a lot by people and what I observe in them. And that's what fuels my work. 
So the goal isn't to force inspiration to make your life or work better. And it may not be anything you can actually find, like something that you're searching for. Instead, it's something that's revealed when you least expect it. You know it's there, but you don't know when, how, or where it will emerge. You create greater chances of experiencing inspiration by being intentional about how you're living your life. And that's just part of the fun and the mystery of it. All you need to know is that it's there waiting for you, an inexhaustible offering that's always available. It's like you allow yourself to step into a stream, a flow. It should feel easy. Step into experiences, relationships, and opportunities where you know you have a greater chance of feeling that inspiration. You'll know you're in the right place when you feel energized, grateful, appreciative, hopeful, and maybe even a sense of awe. So I'll end today with a Polish saying I heard someone share in a recent conversation that I really liked, and it goes like this. No man can step in the same river twice because after he stepped in it once, he's no longer the same man and the river is no longer the same river. I think that quote or saying came to mind because I envision stepping into a stream as a means to become inspired. We've got to keep stepping into that stream. Even if you think you're returning to something familiar from your past, it's changed. We can find new meaning and insights from it. With everything continuing to change and flow, including ourselves, tuning into inspiration that's already all around you is the best way to discover the new inspiration you really need. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week feeling more inspired so it fuels the life and work that matters to you. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.